0: And to tell you about a story of a boy. Now, this boy, his name is Nigel. Nigel loved to play with his football. He would love to play with it. And today it was raining outside. Nigel still wanted to play with his football. But his mommy told him, Don't kick the ball in the house. Hmm. Nigel knew that his mommy told him that. But then his mommy had to go to his neighbor's house. And Nigel started to kick the ball around in the house. It was so much fun for him. He kicked it soft. And then he kicked it hard. And suddenly, the ball hit something. And it was something glass. And the glass picture frame smashed on the floor. Oh, no. The picture frame broke. And Nigel was looking at it, and he was wondering what he should do. He had no time to think. His mother would be home any minute. So he grabbed the picture frame, and he took it to his bed. And he put it under the bed. And what do you think happened next? His mommy came home, and his mommy found out. And I'm sure what happened next was not good. Maybe he got a beating because of what he had done. Nigel knew he had sinned. He had disobeyed his mommy. And our memory verse today talks about what happens when we sin. Our memory verse is found in the book of Numbers. Numbers is in the Old Testament part of the Bible. Moses wrote some books in the Bible. He wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So Moses was the one who wrote these words. They are God's words. God told Moses what to write down, but Moses wrote them down. So, in the book of Numbers, chapter 32, verse 23 is where we find our memory verse for today. It says, "Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out." Numbers 32:23. Hmm. We know that the chapter is 32. And then the verse, which is usually the smaller number after the chapter, is 23. So if you have a Bible, you could find this verse in your Bible. Numbers, chapter 32, verse 23. The first part of the verse says, Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord. Now that word behold means pay attention. God is telling you something very important. Don't miss this. God wants you to know that when you sin, You're sinning against God. Remember what sin is? It's when you go against God. Anything you think, say, or do that goes against God. Things like cursing, lying, fighting, stealing, disobeying. All of those things and many more are examples of sin. So God is saying, pay attention. He wants you to know that when you sin, you sin against God. That's what it means when it says, ye have sinned against the Lord. Ye is another word for you. You have sinned against the Lord. When you sin, it's against God. The rest of the verse says, and be sure your sin will find you out. Be sure your sin will find you out. Sometimes we can hide our sin from other people, but we can't hide from God. God knows what you've done. Sooner or later, you have to face the results of your sin. And it's not always very nice, is it? No. Numbers 32:23 Behold ye have sinned against the Lord and be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers 32:23 Yes God says that when you sin you sin against him and sooner or later you will face the results of your sin. God knows about your sin you can't hide it from him. He knows about it and there will be a punishment because of it. So if you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, remember, you can't hide your sin from God. Your sin hurts God, and it will also bring bad results in your life. And if you haven't trusted Jesus as your Savior, God knows about your sin too. He knows that if you don't trust Jesus as your Savior, you will be separated from Him forever. Today, you can make the decision to trust Jesus as your Savior the most important decision to ever make in your life numbers 32:23 behold ye have sinned against the lord and be sure your sin will find you out god says that when you sin you sin against him and your sin can't be hidden from god he knows about it and it will bring sad results into your life numbers 32:23 behold Ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers thirty two twenty three. Have you ever done something and you hoped that nobody would find out? Maybe you tried to do something like that boy that I told you about earlier when we started our memory verse. He tried to hide that picture frame that he broke. Maybe you've done something else that you hoped nobody would find out about. Maybe you were ashamed about it. Today in our Bible lesson, we get to hear about someone who was trying to keep something secret, something hid. And he thought no one would find out. It had to do with an order that Joshua gave his soldiers. Now we remember that the walls of Jericho had fallen down. And Joshua told his soldiers, go into the city and destroy it. Everything in the city is under a curse. Take nothing for yourselves, so that you don't bring trouble on yourselves and all Israel. Now there was another part to Joshua's instructions. Joshua said bring out the silver the gold the bronze and the iron things set them aside for the treasury of the Lord in some way The metals the gold silver iron and bronze Would be used to worship the Lord at the tabernacle Remember that the tabernacle is where they worship God the Israelites So every soldier heard these instructions from Joshua and they were to obey now Achan was one of the soldiers. And he heard the instructions from Joshua. And as Achan went into the city, he saw something, a beautiful robe. Achan probably had not had anything nice like that to wear for over 40 years. So Achan knew what Joshua said, but maybe it seemed like it was such a waste to not take that beautiful robe, so... Achan gathered it up, and he hid the robe in the clothes that he was wearing. And then he looked around, and he discovered more treasures. He found some silver. He found a piece of gold. He scooped them up, too. No one was looking. No one would ever know. Yes, he knew the silver and gold were to be given to the treasury of the Lord and be used to worship the Lord in the tabernacle. But maybe he thought there will be enough in the other parts of the city. I can take this for myself. Well, as the soldiers left Jericho, Achan went to his tent. And as he was at his tent, maybe his family was there. And maybe his family watched him while he was digging a little hole and burying these treasures in the ground near his tent. His family may have seen what he is doing. Maybe they decided to keep the secret. What was Achan thinking about when he buried those things under his tent? Maybe he thought that no one would ever know. But did you know that there are always consequences when you choose to sin? Consequences mean the results of something. What happens because you do something? Our memory verse today says in Numbers 32:23, Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers 32, 23. Maybe you've been tempted to steal from a shop. And the longer you look at maybe something nice in the shop, the more you want it. But if you steal it, the shop owner might catch you. You would be punished for your sin. The Bible tells us of three enemies that we struggle against to win over sin. I mentioned them yesterday. Remember what they are? The world, the flesh, and the devil. When I say the world, I mean people or things that draw you away from God or make you want to go against God. When I say the flesh, I mean your own desire to do wrong. And the devil, well, that's God's enemy, Satan, who wants you to do wrong things. And before you ask Jesus to be your savior, you follow your own desires to do sin. You have a want to inside to do wrong. And God calls that your flesh. And after you ask Jesus to be your Savior, Jesus lives in you, and he gives you power to say no to your flesh. So do you always say no when you're tempted to do wrong? No, you don't. Sometimes you act without remembering about Jesus' power in you to help you say no. And sometimes you choose to sin. But no matter what thoughts the devil puts in your mind, or how good the world looks, remember, sin always causes trouble for you. There are consequences when you choose to sin. And Achan thought that maybe he won't have to get consequences for this sin. So he joined the other soldiers and he waited for Joshua's instructions. And Joshua said the next city to be captured is Ai. Now, Ai is the name of the city. It's spelled with two letters, A-I, Ai. So Joshua chose a few soldiers to go and check out A.I., go spy out A.I., and bring back a report. Well, the soldiers were only gone for a short time, and when they got back, the report was very encouraging. They said, it's just a small city. We can easily capture it. We will not need the entire army, just two or 3,000 soldiers. So Joshua listened to their advice, and he did not send the entire army against A.I. He just sent a few as the soldiers had suggested, and then Joshua waited, waited for them to come back and say that they got victory. But instead, what happened? Israel's soldiers were being chased by the army of Ai. Joshua was shocked to see this. He was troubled. He, he learned that 36 of the Israelite soldiers had been killed, and his people were very afraid, and Joshua didn't know what to do. So he prayed, and that was the best thing he ever could have done. The Bible says Joshua tore his clothes. Now, that was a way that people in the Bible showed that they were in great sorrow and they were very upset. They were grieving. And Joshua prayed and the leaders of Israel joined him. As he prayed, he said, God, why have you brought your people over the Jordan River? Was it to deliver us into the hand of our enemies to destroy us? We should have been satisfied to stay on the other side of the Jordan River. Joshua feared that the Israelites would be destroyed completely. Joshua asked God, What will I say when Israel runs away from their enemies? Then what will you do for your great name? Joshua was concerned for not only the Israelites, but he was concerned for God. If the Canaanites defeated Israel, their enemies would say that God was not able to take care of them. He was sure God would not let that happen. But then God said something to Joshua. God said to Joshua, Get up! Why are you lying on your face? Israel has sinned and disobeyed my commandment. They have taken things that were under a curse in Jericho. That's why you couldn't have victory over their enemies, but instead ran away defeated. Joshua knew God had said this would happen if people disobeyed him. Who could have done this? God gave Joshua this warning. I will not be with you anymore unless you get rid of the things Which are under my curse. God wanted to give his people victory, but first they had to deal with this thing that had been done. This wrong thing someone had taken cursed things from Jericho. Remember that God said everything in Jericho was under a curse? So now Joshua knew that someone had disobeyed. God was angry with the people of Israel because they had sinned. And is God angry when you sin? Yes, he is. God is completely pure or holy, and he must punish sin. Sin is anything you think, say, or do that breaks God's laws. And the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You and I were born with a want to to sin. And that's why you do things like hating others or talking about someone behind their back, you know, telling lies about them. Maybe even hitting people or fighting with people is another way you could sin. But God created you and loves you and sent his perfect begotten son, the Lord Jesus, to this earth to take the punishment for your sin. The Bible says God commendeth or shows his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes, even though you've sinned, Jesus came to this earth to take the punishment for your sin. Jesus gave his life's blood on the cross. And because Jesus died and came back to life, you can be forgiven. You can have everlasting life. And someday you can live with God in heaven. Jesus chose to take the punishment against sin. And God is angry when you sin. And God was angry with the Israelites too. Because they had sinned. God wanted to give his people victory over the enemies of the Canaanites. But first, they had to deal with this sin. So God told Joshua to have the people prepare themselves for a special day the next day. He said, tell them this is what God says. There are cursed things among you. You cannot stand before your enemies until you remove these cursed things. So God told Joshua exactly what to do the next morning. And Joshua did everything according to God's instructions. Early in the morning, Joshua called the people of Israel together. He told the people there was sin among them. Until this sin was taken care of, there could be no more victory. So who do you think was especially nervous? It was Achan, I'm sure, was very nervous. There were 12 tribes in Israel. So Joshua obeyed God's order and had different people to represent each tribe pass before him. And from those representatives, or people who represented the tribes, God chose the tribe of Judah. And God revealed that to Joshua. Do you think Achan is from the tribe of Judah? Yes. Then, a representative, or a person to represent, that's what a representative is, from each family in the tribe of Judah, passed in front of Joshua. So in each tribe, there's families. So God selected the family called the Zarhites. That was one of the families in the tribe of Judah. Was Achan in that family? Yes, he was. And of that family, of the Zarhites, God chose a man named Zabdi. Now, Zabdi, what was that? Well, that was a certain, like, smaller family group in the Zarhite family. And so the members of Zabdi's household passed by before Joshua one by one. And who do you think God showed to Joshua? It was Achan. Joshua spoke to Achan and said, give glory to the God of Israel. Confess your sin to him. Tell me now what you have done. Do not try to hide it from me. And Achan answered and said, I've sinned, and this is what I've done. I saw a beautiful robe, a lot of silver, and a piece of gold. I wanted them, so I took them, and I hid them in the ground under my tent. Achan must have been so afraid. Others had already faced consequences because of his sin, but soon he would face the consequences as well. He had sinned, and it had caused terrible trouble. Sin always causes trouble for you, and most of the time it causes problems for other people too but if you know jesus as your savior you have power to say no to sin god's word says reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto god through jesus christ our lord that verse is found in romans 6 verse 11 god wants you to know that when jesus died on the cross it was as if your flesh or your sinful want to to do wrong died with him now you're free to obey god god Lives in you and he gives you power over those selfish desires. So, what can you do when you're tempted to sin? Tempted means you get that strong feeling that you want to do something wrong. Well, when you're tempted to sin, first you have to count on the truth that your sinful desire to do wrong died when Jesus died. And now you don't have to let Satan be your boss. You can tell God, Thank you, that your Flesh, your desire to do wrong, does not have to have victory over you. The second thing you can do is give your body to God. Give your body, everything about you, your eyes, your ears, your hands, your feet, your entire self, to God. You can tell God, I'm yours to do right, not wrong. And as you obey God, God promises you will have a holy For a pure life to serve him, but if you choose not to obey, your sin will cause trouble for you. And Achan's sin had caused terrible trouble. Others had already faced consequences because of his sin, but soon Achan would face the consequences as well. Well, Joshua sent some men to Achan's tent, and they found the stolen things just where they had been hidden. The messengers brought the stolen things and placed them in front of Achan, and in front of Joshua. And the Israelites. Everyone, along with Achan, his family, the stolen things, and all that he owned, was moved to a place called the Valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why have you troubled us? The Lord will trouble you this day. And God gave a punishment to Achan and his family, and the punishment was that they died. They died because of Achan's sin, and then everything. All the stolen things and all the things that Achan had owned were burned with fire. God wanted the Israelites to know it was serious. Sin is serious. And that victory only comes through obedience. After they were finished dealing with Achan's sin, God gave the Israelites victory over Ai. Achan could have had God's blessing if he had obeyed instead of giving in to what he wanted sin had caused terrible trouble for achan remember sin brings trouble for you our memory verse today says in numbers 32:23 behold ye have sinned against the lord and be sure your sin will find you out numbers 32:23 and if you know jesus as your savior remember your desire to do wrong died When Jesus died, you need to count on the fact that you don't have to let sin control you. Give your body to God. Let God be the boss of your life. Obey God. Tell him, thank you, that he gives you power to do what's right. So when you're tempted to do wrong, stop and think of the consequences of your choice and tell God, thank you, that he gives you power to obey him. You can have victory over sin. But if you never received Jesus as your Savior, you don't have that power to do right. You need Jesus living in you to change you on the inside and give you that everlasting life. The Bible says that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Yes, you can believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that by believing, so if you believe, you can have life through his name. Yes, life. Well, that life is eternal life, life with God forever. If you believe in Jesus, he will give you that special eternal life. If you admit to God that you've sinned and you believe in Jesus, he'll forgive your sin. And he'll give you life that lasts forever, eternal life. You can believe that Jesus died and took the punishment for your sin, and you can believe that he rose again. Will you believe on Jesus today? Will you ask him to forgive your sin? If you're ready to do that, you can tell him something like this and truly make that decision. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please forgive my sin And give me eternal life. Please change me on the inside to live your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Today you can make that decision to believe on Jesus. And that's the most important decision to ever make. And when you believe on Jesus, He will give you that eternal life. And He will forgive your sin, just like it promises in the Bible. If you would like to read about Achan and the sin and the consequences of it. You can read about this in Joshua 6, verses 17, 18, and 19, and all of Joshua chapter 7, and chapter 8, up to verse 26. Well, that's all for this time. See you next time. Bye.